0: We know how much more expensive it is to acquire new customers than it is to keep the ones we've already got, don't we? There's data thrown at us time and time again by Harvard Business Review, marketing metrics, and a slew of other research behemoths about just how simple it is to focus on the customers that we've already got. But is it? Come back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. Why? Because I run the number one platform that helps mom entrepreneurs to build better businesses. It's called The Founding Moms. And we're always looking for women who want to get better at marketing, branding, and sales. It's a pretty sweet place. You can see it for yourself at foundingmoms.com. This week, we're going to get comfortable with bringing customers back into the fray. Even if we've gotten really good at going out and finding new customers, we want to cater to the folks that enjoy our products and services the most. You already know who they are. They're your past and current customers. Ready for some fun facts? The probability of selling to an existing customer is 60 to 70%. While the probability of selling to a new prospect, it's only 5 to 20%. What? It can cost up to 25 times more to acquire a new customer than to retain an old one. Say what? Loyal customers spend 67% more than new ones. Oh, my. Aren't these just delicious facts? Here are a few more from a variety of studies compiled by Markenblog's Marius Canulis. Increasing customer retention by 5% increases profits by 25 to 95%. Holy moly. 44% of companies have a greater focus on acquisition versus 16% that focus on retention. Whoa. Increasing customer attention by only 5% increases your profits by 25 to 95%. Wow. We could get into debates about specific percentages, but what I want to highlight here is that it's more profitable to keep your customers and keep them happy than to go out and find new ones. We've known this for years, and it makes a lot of intuitive sense. But it's rare that someone asks how you feel about getting customers to keep buying from you. Frankly, it sounds counterintuitive, but for a lot of us, it's pretty daunting. Sure, they're already familiar with you. Yeah, they've proved that they like what you sell by way of spending cash money on you. Then why is it so hard to ask them to do it again? Well, I've got a theory on this. In the words of my nine-year-old, It just feels icky, like you're groveling. It might even feel like it's beneath you. Selling new stuff to your audience is less scary than selling new stuff to people that don't know you. Sales mode, we might have gotten it down. Let me convince you again mode, it's not as familiar. You don't get as much practice doing it. And you already know these people. So now they're in the fam, so to speak. You don't want to seem pushy or sleazy to them, not to your precious customers. What about customers that left, but you think would be a good fit for your newest offering? If they left, or ghosted you, or canceled their subscription, or returned their purchase, you might take any of those experiences as a form of rejection. They decided they didn't want what you've got. So why on earth would they be interested in returning to something they rejected, right? Wrong. A few weeks ago, I circled back to every founding mom that's ever canceled a subscription with us since we launched our online platform in 2015. I emailed each and every one of them, hundreds and hundreds of emails crafted by yours truly, asking if they'd like to return. We've evolved quite a lot as an organization, I said, and I wanted to show them how awesome it was. Did it feel comfortable? No. Not at all, but I got over 30 very kind replies and eight of them have become paid members once again. Turns out there were so many reasons that they canceled at the times that they did. They weren't ready to continue. Some of them had moved. One woman had a health issue that prohibited her from doing much for a year. All of their reasons were very different from one another. It's hard to remember as you try to grow and grow and grow your business, that none of the reasons folks decide to leave or cancel or get a refund is because your business was bad. That's the rarest reason of them all. When Stacy, a founding mom who runs a law firm, wanted to sell her clients on a whole new offering, she talked to me about how terrified she was. There was no way that they'd buy, she was convinced, because they were already spending so much on her services. She actually used this word. She didn't want to burden them. Burden? It's a blessing, I told her. Here she was offering something that would further help them out, and she was hesitant to help them. She piled up all her fears into one stack. A fear of offending clients. A fear of being judged. A fear of failing to sell her new offering. That's a lot of fear. Without seeing them, though, And working through them, she'd have continued on the much more expensive and exhausting struggle of selling that service to new clients. You might be the type of entrepreneur that's still working through how it feels to sell anything at all. Nothing in business could be more common than that. But if you're a bit further along and you seriously dislike selling to your current or former customers, take a beat. Notice how much suffering you go through and what it feels like. You could even scribble down the fears you love to pile on, like Stacy does. Then go back to the data at the beginning of this episode to remind yourself just how much success you can find with your current customers. You could be making so much money from the folks that are already aligned with what you and your business have to offer. They're sitting right there, just waiting to spend their money on your business. All you've got to do is let them. You don't call. You don't, right? Do both. Text or call me at seven zero eight eight seven two seven eight seven eight and leave me a message there. That way, I get to talk to you in a future episode. Then go to ratethispodcast dot slash why are we shouting and leave a review. Pretty please. It helps other listeners discover these entrepreneurial stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Lindsay, Aaron, Marius. And Stacy for making this podcast with me. And hey, thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week.